Good afternoon and welcome to a very, very special edition of the What's in the Cup podcast. This is a uh, not just a graduation special edition, but this is a Tuesday afternoon special edition, number 50 uh, of the podcast for the What's in the Cup. So I don't know if that's a, a record or some kind of benchmark, but it's a nice round number anyway. And then number 50 uh, on a Tuesday, uh, right before graduation, we thought it would be a great time to do a special uh, version of the podcast and talk about what's coming up this Saturday. And, and I am really honored and thrilled to have a very special guest with us today, all the way from Athens, Georgia. Taylor Lawhorn is joining us today. Taylor, welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much. I'm so excited. Now you are a, actually you graduated already. Is that correct? Yes, sir. I graduated living room style. Yes. Uh, in May. That's right. You are a May 2020 graduate. So you were a part of the, the first and what I hope is the only virtual so commencement ceremony in the history of Georgia Southwestern. Yes, sir. Yeah. Well, we, uh, we were so sad to uh, not be able to be together and you know back then that was uh, march april may uh things had just really started shutting down and uh, the 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 panic i guess was at a high and uh, we just couldn't get everybody together yes sir, i but, totally understand but saturday we're gonna it's do the it day. we're gonna do it together <laughs> we we're are. gonna take precautions right we're gonna spread out we're gonna wear our masks but we're going to have uh, in-person commencement ceremonies. And I'm excited because uh, all of you who participated in the virtual ceremony will be able to come back and walk across the stage. And I understand you're going to be back here on Saturday uh, to participate in our ceremony. Yes, sir. I will. would not miss it. That's great. Now, you weren't living in Athens when you went to school here, were you? No, sir. I was, I was living at GSW. So, um, so was, how did you get from here to, to Athens, Athens in less than six months? Um, well, I grew up in Athens, right outside of Athens. My mom was a special education teacher. And so I was a, I lived at, outside of Athens in the Madison County area, in the um, Walton County area. And then we moved when I was in ninth grade to South Georgia. And I started my 10th grade year in Miller County, Good Pirates, and that's where I graduated from Miller County High School. And so my daddy lived up here and aunts and uncles lived up here. And so I would come spend Christmases and Thanksgivings up here. Um, I work in Athens, well, it's in Madison County um, with adults with, with developmental disabilities. And so I used to work from when I moved to GSW in 2016, I would work every Thanksgiving and every Christmas um, up here so that I can go to college and um, as a lot of college students are broke so I yeah. have to have money for college and so I would work up here and I would spend every spring break um, up here working and well I came up here for spring break and never left never left oh my gosh <laughs> yes, so that, is that where you're working now yes sir. I work I work here I work here now um, I work like I said, I work for adults with developmental disabilities um, so that 
they can live in their home, live in a home more independently, but they still need assistance with different routines in their house, sure. just different things in their house. And so um, it's kind of like an RA, like when you have your <laughs> RA, but they're all adults who are, who they're adults, but they just need help a little bit. But we would do fun things, but COVID has stopped us going places. Yeah. Well, we, uh, we think that's great that uh, you work with, with those folks. That's quite a calling. And I assume that your degree here at the university had yes. uh, something to do with this. I do. I have a general studies degree. I have a minor in education, a minor in psychology, and a minor in sociology. Um, my heart is special education, um, not just the t- not just education, but people who don't have a voice who help need who help who who need help um, to have a voice. Yeah. Well, that's a, that's a great calling, and we're proud of you, and we are really looking forward to having you back here on saturday and and uh, we're going to talk more about the graduation ceremonies in in just a minute we're going to talk more with taylor and find out a little bit more about what's going on in her life but as is the case uh each week on what's in the cup we like to get started with um, some of our student success and retention activities and certainly uh having a, a podcast about graduation is focused uh, heavily on student success this is the ultimate success is we want students to walk across the stage uh, but we we also have our, our continuing students to think about and talk about and i just want to give everybody an update on our enrollment for spring uh, I think most of you know that we had a really terrific fall enrollment. Uh, fall enrollment was up about 7.9%, and we saw a terrific growth, particularly in our graduate programs, our MBA program, uh, our education program, and our nursing uh, graduate programs. And so as we look toward the spring, we want to uh, see numbers that indicate that we will be carrying that momentum forward, and I'm proud to report that that is the case right now our spring and summer enrollments uh, we're doing both at the same time Uh, our our enrollment for spring is up uh, or year to year so comparing uh, whatever today is december 8th to december 8th of last year and we are up seven percent in our undergraduate enrollment we're up over 30 percent in our graduate enrollment and that's for both uh, spring and for summer so we are uh, certainly seeing that momentum and that, uh, that increase uh, continue and progress into the spring semester, which we're very excited about. And uh, we think that's a great indication that the students who came here had a good experience and uh, also uh, were able to um, make it make the grades and continue to make progress toward their degree and, and certainly making the grades in uh, the virtual environment and the hybrid environment that we've been in has been uh, a real challenge for both the faculty and the students and so we want to um, thank everybody and, and congratulate everybody for for that success now Taylor when you when we finished uh, classes I guess we didn't really finish classes but we shifted to the virtual environment in March last year yes sir as you mentioned you were you went to, you went on spring break and uh, never came back I was um, supposed to go to Las Vegas for my spring break because yeah. like I said I've never <laughs> in my years have never gone the last spring break trip I went on was in seventh grade And I've never gone to the beach. I've never done anything fun. Like, I've never gone on a trip, but I've worked every spring break from, like, 
I'd have to say ninth grade to well now because I never left. I came yeah. here right after, but now I was supposed to go to Las Vegas, and well that that came didn't to work a halt. out. Didn't no, work sir, out. did not. So tell me about the switch to virtual classes. How did that? How did that it, go for you? It went. It was. It was very smooth for the most part like the the professors they worked around the clock um they would some professors gave us their cell phone cell phone numbers and they're like text me text me they never said call me they would always <laughs> text me text me night or day they said you can call you during the daytime but like we would work like i would work during the daytime and i'd be up at i'd get off i'm air quoting getting off at um eight six or eight and i would come up to my house and i would work and um work on tests and do this or work on projects with people and our professors would say just text me because we know that y'all are working and well we may be asleep but we'll get your text in the morning when we wake up um but it was for the most part very smooth only a few tears were shed trying to like make sure this is doing this right or trying to call this person on zoom or make sure you're in the right class here or yeah. stuff like that but for the most part they were it was they were they were still learning it, they told us not to right not to worry too much because they're learning too they're not they're just as confused as we are right pretty and much. It, was, it was a tough and it, it wasn't just a tough transition it was a rapid transition yes, it was sir. it was two weeks uh moving from one uh, style to another and uh, it was it was a high stress, uh, high tension uh, process, and and, yes, uh, and I think both the students and the faculty handled that really well. And you know, it was, it's interesting. You were finishing up and trying to graduate, and I'm sure that was causing some uh, anxiety. You know, are, are these classes going to finish? Are we going to get the grades that we need to graduate? And I, you know, I've had oh, everything shit. planned and. And certainly that was the case. And then we have a, a lot of students who are, you know, trying to finish their first year or trying to uh, finish their uh, core classes so that they could get into the nursing program or into the education uh, program. And so uh, this semester has really been, uh, I would say, a, a smoother transition uh, in that we started and we kind of knew how we were going to do this. It, it just, uh, I think the same is true, though. We we learned we learned as we went along and we got better at it and we learned some things that we had planned maybe didn't work as well as we thought they would but we found some solutions that did and i I assume you you've done gone through the same process where you're working yes we had to figure out different ways on that okay this does not work let's try a different path but i will say that i do feel um i worked in the education building i was a student worker starting in august and it was my senior job and um I will say the student teachers, I, I have, I know that was very difficult. Like yeah. they didn't, they didn't know what they were, they didn't know what they were signing up. They, not, I don't want to say signing up for, but they were told, oh, can't go back. And now I know several people who are teachers who I think it's phenomenal that they um, learned that the in their student teaching, how we can do it online. Cause there are some teachers who were just like, I have no clue. Right. Right. But as student teachers are like, oh, we did this during our student teaching. We know how to do we this. We know exactly how to do it. It's, you know, it's one of those things where um, I, I hope that we don't have to be good at it. 
but we are learning and we're learning how to do it. And uh, if, if these, you know, one of the things that I think is going to go away, it, it never really existed here in South Georgia that I'm aware of, but snow days, I think are done forever. Yeah. I'm pretty sure they're done too. Cause like you're, you're from like the snow area, right? Y'all, y'all out west, they have the snow. Yeah. They will sure. never. Yeah. Y'all, your kiddos back then, yeah, they would have been going to school. That's right. So, so <laughs> snow days used to be everybody got a day off. You grabbed your sled, you went outside and you had a snowball fight and slid down the hill. Now mm-hmm. it's going to be, that's a virtual day. Yeah. It, they're going to be like, Oh, go ahead and get ready for zoom kiddos. That's right. I'm telling you. So, so if nothing else has changed in this world, snow days do not exist. Yeah. They don't exist for students. They don't exist for employees. Uh, we nope. all know how to work virtually and uh, weather should not keep us from doing our work. Speaking of working virtually, I want to remind uh, all of our uh, folks here at GSW that following graduation between December 14th and uh, Monday, January the 11th, we will be shifting as much of our work that we as we can into the virtual or teleworking format. And uh, this is uh, for a couple of reasons. Obviously, we're seeing a, an increase in uh, cases, COVID cases across our community and in, in the communities where we live. And so we want to, as much as we can, uh, create the space and the isolation that will help people stay healthy. But it also helps us uh, institutionally. Uh, we, we know that this uh, year is difficult on a budget uh, perspective. We've had, uh, we took a, about a 14% reduction in our budget when we started the year. And uh, with the enrollment increase, that certainly helped, but it didn't solve all of our problems. And so over this uh, about a month window, we'll be able to really uh, do some good work with our uh, utilities and we'll be able to save some money on heating the buildings, uh, running the electricity. And so we want to remind folks that uh, work with your supervisor, find a way uh, as much as you can uh, to move your, your work into the virtual or teleworking uh, process. Now, that doesn't mean there's not work to be done, right, Taylor? We still have to right. send everybody their diplomas. I, I was about to say, they are very good at that now, GSW students. The faculty and everyone at GSW kind of understand now how to, how to do it all on, online. They're, That's right. We still have to have uh, financial aid available for students that are coming back in the spring. We still have to send out diplomas to all these students who will be graduating. Uh, So there is work to be done. And and the good news is we kind of know how to do it now. Yes, sir. That's the the great news. We kind of know how to do it now. That's right. Um, All right. Let's talk a little bit about graduation. There's going to be four ceremonies on Saturday. How many are you going to come to, Taylor? Um, well, I only have a ticket to my first graduation at oh. 10 o'clock. <laughs> okay, you're just going to go to one. Yes, but yeah. if anyone wants to give Taylor Longhorn a ticket, <laughs> I will be more than glad to be your guest because everyone knows me on campus. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Well, we, we, we don't expect you to go to more than one, although I will be attending all four. We're going to start at 10 o'clock in the morning with arts and sciences and nursing and health sciences. And one o'clock, we'll have education. Four o'clock, we'll have the education specialists. And at 7 p.m., we'll have the College of Business and Computing. So we have a full day of commencement exercises. And as you uh, mentioned uh, before, there are 
some limits. You will be able to bring, uh, each graduate will be able to bring four guests with them. So, uh, Taylor, I assume you have your four it's uh, my four guests. Yes, you sir. You have no guests. idea how hard. <laughs> I'm not even going to lie that I did. I'm not even going to lie I that know. I did call the school. And I'm like, so if someone's not going to graduation, <laughs> where do their tickets go? And I'm not sure who I talked to, um, but they told me that, nope, sorry, you can't do that. But And they said that you're only allowed to sit four people together. And I told them that I was going to sit my four people together. But it was just going to be separated. Well, yeah, no, I tried to no. get more tickets. I'm no. not even going to lie, sugarcoat that one. <laughs> I know everybody. Everybody's trying, and I would. Uh, I'd be disappointed if they weren't trying. We we certainly understand and know that this is a big deal, and that it's important to the graduates and their families. And uh, last year, we we started adding additional ceremonies because we wanted to make sure that every single person that wanted to come and be a part of the commencement ceremonies could get in the building. We had had a couple of graduations my first year when uh, we had we had overflow of our overflow. And yes, sir. Uh, it was really frustrating to see so many people that wanted to come and be a part that couldn't get in. And so we started adding ceremonies and it really worked very well. Unfortunately, uh, in this environment, uh, we just couldn't figure out how to how, how to do enough ceremonies to uh to to allow everybody to just bring everybody they wanted and of course even if we could have had that many ceremonies uh without knowing how many people were coming (laughs) it would be impossible to create the social distancing that is necessary and so uh, we apologize to everybody to you and to all your fellow graduates for uh the the choices that we had to make and the restrictions that we had to put in place but uh, at the same time we feel like Having a personal in-person ceremony is worth it. And, I would I would have to agree a hundred percent. So we're going to have to follow some rules, and uh, we hope that you'll be able to celebrate uh, on stage and and with the four that you bring. But then you'll hopefully have an opportunity to to get the whole group together after the ceremony and really have a lot of fun and celebration. But walking across that stage is a um, it's a significant milestone in many people's lives. And I told I posted a post on Facebook just the other day that that was my race that I have ran my race and my I have finally I can see the finish line. I have I can see it and this is just across it. I had my grad mom and made fun of me. Well, <laughs> fun. She's like, well, technically you've already had graduation. I'm like, well, that was living room style. That's right. I, I just want to walk across the stage and be like, I did it. But I will say thankful for youtube because i do have all my family who had people coming from tampa people coming from athens from all over yeah they were going to come to my graduation last in may and well now it's not and my four people are coming but thank goodness for technology yes i i know and and we like i said we we know how important this is and, and we love to do it we love to celebrate and uh, and to hear the families and to watch the the cheering and and so it's going to be a little different for all of us but um it's just i mean i remember walking across the stage uh, not so much for my bachelor's but i remember when i got my master's degree and and uh, clearly they they send you the diploma later in the mail so it's not like you have to show up to get it but uh, there's just something about walking across that stage that is meaningful. And, and as you said, it, it signifies the completion uh, of your work and your effort. 
And I've mentioned this a couple times. Uh, there's been a few times uh, in my career sitting on the stage, watching a student come across the stage with tears in their eyes. And yes, sir. You, uh, you never quite know why, right? I mean, they it, could be it's crying. It's been a journey. That's right. It's been a, it's been a journey. I can say that because um, I I never thought I was going to get to graduate um, school. My um, granny up here in Athens, she has always said, "School is a process, not a race." Yeah, that's right. For for some of us, it's a much much more difficult process. It is a very <laughs> difficult process, and. Um, I have had cheerleaders support me so much and I've had when I was in elementary school I've had teachers who would look at my mom and be like I just don't know mm -hmm. and well I can say that I am a college graduate that I did it I might have had some you know people to put me in, in line yep. and <laughs> get me but I did it that's that it. what this process is all about and uh, like like uh, like you said, for everybody, there's a story, and for yes, every sir. story, um, there's a reaction. And like I said, some people uh, walk across that stage and they smile and they celebrate, and some it brings a tear to their eye, and uh, and you just never know what's going on in their minds. But you know that for every single person, it's a special occasion, and so uh, we are looking forward to it. I think we're going to have. Uh, well over 300 uh, folks graduate. I think it's, awesome. it's like about 330 uh, students will be here on uh, Saturday. And that includes uh, your graduation uh, class. So the spring class plus the summer class plus this fall class. So we'll we'll be bringing together three separate classes for you. Basically, we're having one one ceremony for the entire 2020 school year uh, or at least uh, at calendar year and so we'll, yes, be, we'll have a lot of fun and it'll be nice to see some students who haven't been on campus this semester we, i haven't you know, been very... on campus since i left in march i came back to wave to my my education family and my education people my like, hey <laughs> and i took pictures um my mom and i came up in the, I felt it was the hottest day ever in July. <laughs> or, no, June. We came to take senior pictures, and I saw um, Dr. Abbott and um, Michelle Mackey and all them. And I waved to them. I'm like, I miss y'all so much. Like, spring break is just so long. <laughs> yeah. Well, it was the long. It was the longest spring break ever. And, and it was the longest summer ever. Uh, it was students very. were gone from campus for... Uh, a couple months longer than normal and we, we I know when we started back in August boy people were excited and there was a lot of enthusiasm to be back and, and you never uh, think that'd be excited to go back to school <laughs> I know and uh, it, you know, it wore off in a couple months once homework started getting out and midterms oh. showed up but uh, generally speaking we've had an excellent semester and and uh, we've really had a good time I wanted to wanted to take just a minute to uh, every every week throughout the semester, I have submitted a uh, weekly COVID uh, report back out to campus and kind of detailed where we are every Wednesday. Uh, try to make sure everybody knows uh, the the numbers as as they are. How many students are are positive? How many students are being isolated uh, because of exposure? How many faculty staff uh, are in the same uh, situation and so uh, earlier today I, I went through each uh, weekly 
report. There were 15 weekly reports that started uh, back in August. August 26th was the first one. And I found it, there's some interesting um, information as I pulled it out. The very first report, August 26th, we had 23 students that were uh, quarantining or, or in isolation because of either a positive test or, or because they'd been exposed. And that was the highest total number that we had the entire semester until week 14. We had, uh, we had 23 students in quarantine and we had 13 students in isolation with positive tests uh, on week 14, which was late November, right before we left for Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. And then the, uh, the last week, uh, last, well, I guess it was just last Wednesday, uh, that was down to 10 and 10. So we dropped down to uh, 20 students uh, either in quarantine or isolation. So we had some weeks, uh, week uh, 8, October uh, 14th, we had three students, one in isolation and two in quarantine. That was our lowest uh, number throughout the semester. And, uh, and so we went from the highest all the way down to our lowest, about in the middle. And then it gradually started uh, ramping back up. And as we started to, to uh, wind up the semester, uh, we started to see uh, the, the cases uh, increase again. And I think that mirrors what we're seeing in our communities. And, and I guess what I think I want people to remember most is the other side of this equation, the employees here at the university. When we started uh, the first three weeks, we had four or five people in quarantine or isolation. That went down, uh, and on September 30th, we had zero. And -hmm. then for the next five, six weeks, we had either one or zero for seven consecutive weeks. Um, And then just uh, starting in November, we had uh, four on November the 18th. We had one on November the on uh, November the next week on week 14 and then uh, this past week we had five and so we're starting to see that ramp up again which means uh, it's probably a good time for the semester to end and and, uh, move to a virtual uh, work arrangement but uh, the semester has gone very very well and I want to congratulate and thank everybody all our students for wearing their masks what we were concerned about at the very beginning of the semester was that classrooms would be a very dangerous place that would uh, spread the infection uh, from person to person. And what we learned and what we saw was that just wasn't the case. Um, Mm -hmm. We had very, very few uh, employees, particularly faculty members, uh, come down with COVID. We Here on campus, we tested uh, about 160 uh, people that were symptomatic and of those 160 symptomatic people we had less than 30 that actually tested positive so uh, even among symptomatic folks uh, we're still seeing the infection rate uh, pretty low uh, among our population we live in a a pretty rural community a pretty isolated community which has certainly been a, a positive for us institutionally and so i just wanted to run through those numbers uh, i know people don't uh, you know, probably don't go and check, but I thought it'd be fun to, to check and see how we did over the course of the 15 weeks. And, and we certainly saw things get really well under control mid, through the middle part of the semester. And then uh, we're starting to see it ramp up a little bit more. But 
uh, overall, very good work by all of us. And we're looking forward to starting the semester in the spring uh, again with uh, there, there might be a, a, a larger number at the beginning. And then as we do our work and uh, students and faculty adhere to the uh, protocols. And of course, we, uh, I saw today the very first vaccine was delivered in uh, the United Kingdom. And so we would, we would expect that uh, here in the United States, hopefully on Thursday or Friday, they will approve the Pfizer vaccine and we'll start to see those uh, get out into the community and, and certainly that'll ramp up over the course of the spring semester and so if we can keep things under control I think we'll have a great spring semester as well so how's it been up there in Athens uh, have you guys uh, been Pulled off the some Bulldog breakout? Nation yeah like go dogs can they get a go dogs well not for me but you can I think, uh, I think you, just one time no you know I tried I tried really hard like so how's um, the how's the health situation been up there have you been I've, feeling good I, and staying I've safe been feeling, oh yes sir i've been feeling good um i did tell somebody at church oh, we had a live nativity scene and i i stay back and wear my mask and i said i wear my mask to have graduation on saturday your girl is not getting sick very good uh, but no uh, everything's going going well i have no complaints yeah well we uh down here in americas i think you know, we there's a, there's a lot of talk, obviously, in the media about uh, lockdowns and and restaurant closures and things uh, here in America. We're pretty open. Uh, most of the restaurants in town are open. I know there's a few that 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 might not be. But generally speaking, uh, you can go out to eat. You can eat inside. You can eat outside. Yeah, uh, you can go to the store. You can buy clothes. You can do all the things you need to do. And um, that, you know, that that certainly could be changing over the next couple of weeks as uh, we're starting to see our uh, local hospital, Phoebe. I got a note yesterday from Phoebe who's then they told me that their uh, COVID rooms were full and that they were starting to to uh, transition some of their non-covid rooms uh, to the covid uh, protocol so that they could accept more patients so uh, so there certainly is in our local community we're starting to see some uh, change in uh, in the way things are going and so uh, another reason why we need to be very careful on saturday as we uh, celebrate commencement but we need to make sure we keep our community and those that are coming here safe uh, yes, sir. so that's so we're gonna we're all gonna wear our masks and we're gonna stay socially distanced and we're gonna celebrate right taylor uh yes sir most definitely very good a couple of things i wanted to make sure everybody was aware of we do have basketball starting uh actually it's starting this week uh, our women's team will play their first game of the season on Friday at Albany State. The men will play on Saturday at Albany State. The women will be back in action on Sunday here on campus as they host Flagler at 2 p.m. on Sunday. That game will have uh, uh, some fans in the stands. So if you're interested in coming and watching the women uh, host Flagler, come on out at 2 o'clock and I'm sure we can find you a, a safe seat. Uh, the men will host Albany State on Monday. The women will host Albany State on Tuesday. And those games will not have uh, fans. Albany State, uh, their conference has said that they cannot play if there are fans in the bleachers. So uh, we will be 
keeping the uh, arena empty for those two games. And then the final game of uh, December will be Friday, December the 18th. The men will be at Jacksonville State at 7 o'clock. And uh, those, that's what we have scheduled now. Uh, we will start uh, conference games back in January. January 6th, I think, is the first conference games, uh, as you may have noticed uh, across the country, uh, that schedules are fluid this year. If uh, Obviously, if, if a team has to uh, pull back on their activity because of positive COVID tests, uh, games could get canceled. And, and in some cases, we've seen other teams step in and uh, take those games. And so I won't say that those are all the games our teams will play. They're just the ones that I know about uh, currently. And uh, the last thing that uh, I wanted to mention today, um, yesterday was uh, December the 7th. Uh, obviously, it was Pearl Harbor Remembrance Day. But here on campus, uh, it's a, uh, another uh, sad remembrance as we uh, always remember uh, Jody Smith, Officer Jody Smith and Officer Nick Smarr. Jody uh, was a Georgia Southwestern police officer and Nick was his uh, buddy that worked uh, for the America's Police Department, they were killed on uh, November or December the 7th uh, in 2016. And, and I know it's a tough day for our campus police and for the community and for, for the families uh, of those two brave young men. And it always reminds me that uh, no matter where you work, uh, if you put on that uniform and you um, make the commitment to provide safety and security to those around you, that you put yourself at risk. And... Um, and so we want to remember uh, Jody and Nick and their sacrifice to make our campus and our community safe. And uh, that was certainly uh, a reminder yesterday, the four year anniversary. And so I uh, want to thank our, our crew over there for always uh, taking care of us. Uh, all right, Taylor, yes, uh, we are looking forward to you being down here on Saturday. And uh, I assume you're going to come into town with your horn honking. And, uh, yes, sir. It's one of my favorite. It's the fact that we are having, um, I love the Storm Dome. Like, it's one of where we're having graduation. I love it. Because um, that's where we have Special Olympics every, yeah. every um, in, the, in the fall time. And um, that's always been a very special place in my heart, the Special Olympics. And I you may know it, but at GSW, I was known as the Special Olympics girl. Uh -huh. um, everybody, if if I was friends with you, I'm more than like you more than likely were voluntold. <laughs> <laughs> um, I sold shirts and everything. And um, last October, I didn't know that was going to be my last one. And um, I stood in the middle while everything was going on on the in the on the basketball basketball court I stood there and just looked at everything and it was it was breathtaking and yeah. the fact that I get to go back one more time I just I get to be be there it's it takes my breath away and just it's something that I love and well we're looking forward to, to having you there and uh, celebrating with you and your family and we know that it'll be a special day for you and I want to thank you for spending some time with me on a Tuesday to talk about your experiences here at GSW and, and uh, about your excitement about coming back. And, and I, I just appreciate that you, even though you graduated in May, that you're going to yes, make sir. the trip back here to Americas to be a part of the celebration on Saturday. So congratulations to you, and we're looking forward to seeing you on Saturday. 
Thank you so much. All right, everybody. We uh, will take a break here on the uh, podcast, Bob, for the next couple weeks. And we'll be back in uh, January once we've finished our teleworking responsibilities and uh, campus gets back uh, up and running. Uh, I think classes start on the 19th, so it'll probably be mid to late January before we're back and going with the what's 51st version of what's in the cup. So looking forward to being back and I hope everybody has a great holiday and a great semester break and that we come back excited and rested and prepared for a great spring semester, one that hopefully will get better and better and better as the semester goes along and we get to have more and more activities as things uh, certainly with COVID uh, we anticipate will get better throughout the semester. So have a great holiday, have a great semester break. We'll talk to you soon.